This is the EPLOG audio experience. Hello and welcome to Being the Change, a podcast where people passionate about their cause share their thoughts on what it takes to be the change. We are always fascinated and always attracted by what the West introduces, be it technology or be it fashion. But close to home here in India, we have one of the most intrinsic rich heritage of clothing that comes from handloom. Now looking at a time like this where everything is in lockdown, the industries are getting shut. It's more important than ever to encourage our local artisans and creators by choosing to use Indian. It's interesting to see that 95% of the handwoven fabric comes from India uh, worldwide. But how much of it uh, do we as Indians appreciate and use it? Uh, to speak about this exquisite work of art and our rich history of clothing, I have with me Manasa Godavarti, who along with her mother started uh, the company Mudra Magic. Uh, they uncover weaves and create magic on saris. So, uh, Manasa, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much, Rohan. So, Manasa, you mentioned to me that uh, today as we are releasing this episode, it's a very special day. So, what is it today? Today, the 7th of August is uh, recognized and celebrated as the National Handloom Day. 2015 is when this first was announced that we would be celebrating uh, today as the National Handloom Day by the government. <laughs> That's interesting. So what's the history behind uh, this day? Why 7th? I'm sure there would be some interesting facts that you would be uncovering today. Well, yeah, uh, uh, 1905, the Swadeshi movement where there was actually <laughs> a movement in India to uh, not uh, use the clothing given by the Britishers to us and uh, stick to our indigenous clothing, which we were using. I believe that was the day it started. And uh, I also think that is the reason why the government has recognized 7th of August to celebrate the National Handroom Day. So when it was first announced by Mr. Modi, I think it was in Chennai when he first mm-hmm. made this uh, announcement. So he was mentioning that it is uh, today would be the day where we will recognize and, uh, you know, uh, encourage the handloom weavers. Mm-hmm. And he's also encouraging the whole country to try and look at the you know handlooms which we have in the country right. so basically the, the the cause or the intent for this was to revive the roots of handlooms and because of that the weavers work will be much more in uh, volume so right yeah mm-hmm. so that was the intent and uh, i believe the reason was this the swadeshi movement recognition on that day Wonderful. So it was 1905 when this movement started to encourage people to use Indian made uh, clothing. And uh, we are in 2020 now. A lot of it is getting repeated (laughs) as we are witnessing uh, the the encouragement towards using Indian is increasing more than ever. Yeah, now now the hashtag is vocal for local, right? (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Be it Instagram, Facebook or Twitter, uh, vote for local is the slogan that uh, is trending right now. So as the trend passes, uh, Manasa, tell me something about uh, what you're doing with Mudra Magic. How are you helping India become independent? 
when it comes to clothing thank you for recognizing uh, or giving us the recognition that we are helping india with the movement so that's indeed a, a very big responsibility also when you say it like that uh, <laughs> so what we are trying to do with our brand is that we have started uh, clo- it's become close to 3 years now that we have started mudra magic mm-hmm. uh, but this be- this being a, a part time initiative for both both me and my mom so we are trying to do it with the extra time we have in the day or we make in the day so with this brand what we are doing is we are uh, bringing out the hidden weaves which are there in you know nooks mm-hmm. and corners and smaller villages in uh, mm. smaller parts of andhra and telangana for now so our scope is to uh you know try and scout for villages where there is still some basic handloom weaving happening they make sarees they make bed sheets things like that so mm. right now we are sticking to sarees so we are bringing out the basic weaves and all we are doing is give them an uh, a larger platform uh, through the social media so right now we are very active on instagram uh we are trying to build the website and everything so on instagram what we are trying to do is with a very minimal uh, profits uh when i say profit it's mostly handling charges and all such things so what we are trying to do is say that handloom is affordable mm-hmm. and we are trying to bring the weavers works which are basic weaves everyday weaves uh, on our platform so that way we are trying to uh, create a larger platform for all the weaves where we curate all of them and mm-hmm. uh, thereby increase the volumes that the weavers are making so do you also make your own weaves we don't make our own weaves but uh, mm-hmm. the speciality or the uniqueness of our brand is that we bring out an exclusivity to the weaves that we are uh, selling uh, when i say exclusivity we have a block print artisan and we make mm-hmm. uh, exclusive designs on these handlooms which we bring from the weavers so you can say a particular design uh, if you, you if you buy from us i guess you would not find it anywhere in the country with any other brand so i can say that is my unique selling feature how interesting <laughs> yeah so i i i claim that you know we can customize your sarees <laughs> hmm yes that's interesting and mm-hmm. uh, very near future our idea is that you know we'll have a palette for you where you can pick your color of your handloom you can pick the block which you want it to be printed and it will be designed and delivered to you that is our uh, where we want to be which mm-hmm. uh, i guess in the near future <laughs> yeah you mentioned to me that uh, this is currently not your full time and you work as a chemical engineer yeah what got you into this in the first place very interesting question because it is also going to be the genesis of the whole uh, idea itself so hmm. i was in my school my mom used to uh, she started this business of uh, bringing sarees from the weavers and uh, selling it to the uh, nearby then it was not online obviously so hmm. nearby you know friend circles women and all that so that was the time where she used to travel all alone lug lots of luggages because then shipping was also not so common so yeah. you know i saw how hard she used to work but again she used to tell me the hardships of the weavers because 90s that was the time when the whole power loom uh, boom happened and people were shifting to gardens right. uh, and you know different chiffons all such uh, Mm. Uh, exquisite materials uh, which were also available for cheaper prices and right. uh, weavers then were not so flexible in recreating different designs and all that they used to just make how they knew how to make them 
so mm-hmm. she used to talk about how the weavers are facing hardships they were also you know committing suicides because they didn't, they couldn't feed their families so i used to hear a lot of that and i used to secretly wish that you know just a few more years if my mom continues the business i'll just help her and you know take it and make it big that was my right hidden uh, <laughs> thought <laughs> process but unfortunately hmm. due to financial reasons mom could not continue so since then this was in my head that you know the one day i have to do something for this where did she make uh, she didn't make it again she used to go travel to the villages like okay. mangalgiri calcutta so hmm. she used to travel to the handloom hotspots basically right and bring them in so i wanted to do something since then it was in my head but again i also come mm-hmm. from a very uh, uh humble background so i also first had to make my ground stronger before i tra- start helping a whole mm-hmm. lot of people so it took me okay. f- few years to do that <laughs> so mm-hmm. <laughs> right now i am uh, yeah i have a full time career which is basically the seed money for whatever i'm doing with the brand Mm-hmm. so we uh, millennials or the young generation believes in uh, you know something fast fashion or something that is uh, up to date uh, with the international standards and here you are uh, trying to bring back what is lost uh, in history so what was your mindset back then about this oh, one thing that kind of i always believed or even when i was growing up is that uh, when we talk being up to date hmm i equate it to uh you know how you feel like hmm. it's your personality when you wear your clothes which yeah is supposed to be the fashion thing like you hmm. don't need to mimic somebody but rather you have to make your own uh, identity even be it with your personality be it with your thought processes or even with your clothes right so i used to think that there is always a group of people who will be like this and more people move towards indian traditional it's not that when i say tradition you don't need to wear a sari all the time so these hmm. days there are a lot of people experimenting with how the sari is worn so mm-hmm. some people tie it over the pants some people just tie it as a shawl and there are many things which we can do like again you said millennials they are also we are all in a creative space we want to use right. creativity to bring out the uniqueness in what you're doing hmm, hmm. so i also wanted to use that side of uh, you know the creativity so yeah even if i'm selling a basic sari wear it over a t-shirt Hmm. that itself is a common thing these days so i just wanted to you know tap that right. group of people interesting now coming to handlooms how are you sourcing from the people who are making who are these people where are you traveling to what is their background so that uh, is an again a small uh, interesting story because when i started i had no idea about how to run a business online Hmm. So uh well this again starts back uh, I was in the US for 3 4 years I was trying to settle down there and it didn't happen and I was coming back for it better hmm. job offer So when hmm. I was coming back that's when it started you know that small thought as a kid I had in my head it started resonating very uh, on a high frequency <laughs> So I thought okay if I'm going back I also need to do something that I always wanted to do So I yeah. just landed back I joined my job after 3 4 months I just 
went to the village that I knew and I was I always grew up wearing handlooms 90% of my wardrobe is always handlooms the same goes with wow. all the women in my house Ah. So yeah so I just went because I know mm. that these guys we make good uh, weave so I went to Mangalgiri with my mom and my uh, uh, buddy ma so we randomly picked you know 20 30 sarees saying that okay let's just try it out yeah and let's see how it goes mm-hmm. so we picked up 30 sarees I designed all of them with block prints and screen prints and I got I was it was May I was in the workshop designing them and all that so we did and 30 sarees it just took me Three days to exhaust all of them, so wow. that's when I realized, okay, this mm-hmm. is I'm going somewhere with this. So that's when I started researching what are all the weaves. Like mm-hmm. my father, he hails from the East Godavari district. Yeah. So his village uh, is actually a very popular handloom uh, hub spot there, which is called Angara. Mm-hmm. And none of the women I know who even wear handlooms know about Angara. Yeah, you actually mentioned that there are a lot more uh, weaves and styles that come. Uh, I know only a few. I'm not much into fashion, nor do I have much knowledge about it. I knew, I know a few like Kanchi Puram or Benares, but there are more. So talk about that as well. Yeah, yeah. So that's where we. When one thing I was talking to you is the block printing and the cross customization which we do. We hmm. call them the magic touch series, where they right. are exclusive and all and all such things. Hmm. The other thing which we are trying to do on the brand is called discover weaves with MM. MM is Mudra Magic. Mm-hmm. So what we are trying to do here is again, I'm I'm based in Bombay. So going right. back to Vishakhapatnam for a holiday is going to take you know one week leave and all such things. So when I'm mm. doing that, I keep three four days aside. Me and my mom. Sometimes my dad hops onto the <laughs> drive. So we start <laughs> going around and finding out like uh-huh. that. So there is this village called Angara. So they have amazing cottons. They are soft. They are light, and they yep. just sit on you. So hmm. I got amazing reviews from all my clients about Angara cottons. So we started, you know, procuring from these weavers. Yes. So that is one thing, and there is another village called Peteru. It is that I I take pride in it because I think online only we are the ones who have Peteru cottons. Wow. So what's special about that? Uh, these are again the same cotton. It's just that when you talk about different weaves, it is how the weavers of that village. uh you know take on the style of their weaving mm-hmm. so sometimes it is a tight weave but again it becomes softer as you wash them that okay. is the speciality of peteru cotton mm-hmm. so they can be easy work wears and uh, okay. also you must have noticed there are uh, you know certain shifts in the fashion industry also youngsters we are all tending towards trying out sarees at least it's not a, mm. you know straight no mm. So you know if people who are just trying sarees these are the weaves that they should try because these just ease you into wearing sarees they're so right. easy to manage and things mm. like that so peteru is one village bubbili is another bubbili is again near visakhapatnam and andhra angara mm. cotton and there is one small village called pasalapudi i think uh, close to 4000 is the population there okay so it's they quite have small huh. yeah it's a very small village mm. agriculture mm. and weaving So the complete village job is to weave. Pretty much, either you have, uh, you know, you tend to farms of the richer, uh, mm-hmm. uh, the village heads or something like that. You get your money from there, or you mm. have your own farms and you do your agriculture and uh, you get your money from there, or you are a weaver. Okay. So it's pretty much like this. 
सो दीज आर दिलेजेस वी ट्राई एंड ब्रिंग आउट एंड यू नो देर इज अस्टोरिकल अंडरस्टैंडिंग टू इट अर्लियर वेन नन ऑफ द विलेजेस आर कनेक्टेड विथ वन एंड अदर सो द नियर बाय किंग ही यूज टू गेट things weaved by these weavers only all the silks mm. that they used to get to the family of the king queen and everybody mm-hmm. so like that i think all these villages were self sustained for the local crowd and for the you know the normal uh, people cottons yeah. were the usual ones which are weaved so like mm. that these were all self sustained villages farming ho jata tha mm. uh, you know there are weavers there there are goldsmiths there there are blacksmiths there so it used to be like a community like that right so mm-hmm. that weaving just passed on to generations and i think a couple of more generations i guess we will not even find these weaves oh yeah that's so that's one more thing that's driving us that you know more people buy them yeah. at least they see that okay they're having the market so the next generation yes, yes. can learn the trade yes exactly and uh, one good thing is that uh, however remote they are thanks to the internet and people like you you are bringing them to the market and showcasing their work to the world so that is a kudos to you guys also for that thank you small efforts <laughs> yeah. but yes meaningful yeah. ones uh, you mentioned that uh, there are several weaves and several cultures in weaving which may extinct if nothing can be done about them in near time so yeah. what can be done to revive the handloom what can be done to revive these lost traditions i'd say there are three things hmm one is up to us like you know more number of people try and shift and try and understand the craft and the creativity that goes behind it hmm you know it's just not another product yeah so that once you start recognizing and appreciating the fact we won't question the amount that goes into it like mm-hmm. if you want to own a baluchari or a kanjivaram you need to invest in it and once you buy it today it will stay with you for the thir- next you know 20 30 years so mm-hmm. once we start recognizing that and start making choices to you know stick even if my wardrobe is having 20 to 30% handlooms i'm happy but that mm-hmm. is a very big shift to the industry which will be giving more number mm-hmm. of consumers more demand right so that is one the second thing is uh, these days at least the government is or the ministry of textiles i should say is trying to bring up some handlooms like odisha odisha has beautiful handloom uh, sarees mm. so mm. odisha they are trying to bring it up and uh, even uh, uh, telangana this pochampalli or the ikkat kind of uh, odisha is again an ikkat uh, kind of a weave but anyway uh, mm. pa- pochampalli the telangana government is trying to bring it out they are trying uh, you know celebrity endorsements are that more people yeah, buy yeah. it hmm. so the government is trying to do its initiatives but again little efforts are not hmm. enough because hmm. uh, the industry was neglected for a, such a long time hmm. so it's uh, it's high time we do something fast so when it comes to the government that is my take and the third thing is all these big designers hmm. they do uh, like sabyashachi gorang shah is one person who works with handlooms even anita dongre so all of these are making efforts to bring handlooms into their collections but again their focus is only on the uh, more famous ones or you know right uh, not the lower smaller village affordable kind of things hmm hmm so yeah even if they increase their focus and try and bring all such uh, things under their umbrella it yeah. might help a bit more true true absolutely you mentioned that people must try 
स्विचिंग टू एटलीस्ट ट्वेंटी परसेंट ऑफ देर वॉटर टू हैंडलूम टेल मी फ्यू थिंग्स वाई शुड वन स्विच और हाउ कैन वन स्विच a couple of things one is uh, more than the west i'd say all these larger corporations which ma- you know which produce garments in a large scale so uh, i would just ask them to pause when they're picking something from you know such a large corporation just pause and think do you know who made your clothes hmm or even rather even if you want to ask do you have somebody on the brand side to tell you or to give you the transparency that you want to know as a consumer just take a pause ask that to yourself that itself will give you a perspective that there is zero transparency in how they are mm-hmm. making the garments because a lot of uh, child labor goes into it a lot of uh, laborers are not paid in time if you even just uh, search on the social media for fashion revolution or things like that there are a lot of social media campaigns going on that ask who made your clothes So if you have an answer to that then maybe you can go ahead with your choice right so that is the least we can do at least for the people or the efforts that are going into list this garment making in such a huge scale hmm hmm so that brings me to my next question the hashtag sustainable fashion has been trending for quite some time in the fashion industry and uh, what is what exactly is sustainable fashion are we following it uh are creators following it what is it or is it just a hashtag or a buzzword i'd say both it is buzz- it is a buzzword right now but along if you look at the meaning uh hmm. when we talk about sustainable choices i'll come hmm. to fashion the next but when we talk about sustainable choices all we are trying hmm. to do is for our needs we are trying to make the choices but when we say yeah. we are making a sustainable choice we are also leaving something for the future generations hmm So that's what we are trying to do. We are not depleting the planet Earth of its resources, so that you know the next generation is affected. Hmm. Similarly, when we talk about sustainable fashion, uh, mm-hmm. if you look at the big fashion houses, they have seasonal collections. They have a summer collection and they hmm. have a spring collection. They have an autumn collection. Abi autumn collection aaya, to us for summer collection is old fashioned. That hmm. is how the narrative goes in the fashion industry. So your summer collection, if it is not completely consumed it is a waste right so you are generating a lot of fashion out of even making the clothes and because of this cycle which is set by the you know larger fashion houses uh, i'm sure half of the population we don't even know why we are buying such you know collection levels at least in india we don't have yeah that's true that's true because uh, for bombay i can speak every day is a summer so <laughs> <laughs> exactly so you know this out of fashion thing is i think only just a narrative which is set into our consumer brains so that the cycle keeps on going for the fashion houses i don't have anything against these larger corporations it's just that like again it 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 comes back to the same thing you will watch good movies they will make good movies so you make good choices with they will be bound to answer to you you ask for transparency you have to be getting the transparency in who is making your clothes hmm hmm so the whole sustainable fashion choices is basically try and see brands that are transparent even if you are looking okay. for online smaller brands like us ask hmm. us questions because you are paying us a thousand rupees you have the hmm. right to get an answer to your question hmm. so who made my clothes where are you bringing my stuff from are they are the weavers paid enough so these are the questions you can directly ask and you have the right to ask Hmm. So you know when you say that you're making sustainable fashion choices 
this is what right. i feel buy from right. brands who are able to tell you the answers to your questions exactly and another thing about sustainability is that as you mentioned there is summer collection there's winter collection then autumn then spring mm-hmm. then mid spring and summer uske beech wala bhi kuch hota hai but uh, in this sudden shift of 3 to 4 months so much of volume is being produced how much is a consumer going to consume or wear or buy and uh, how much of it does uh, you know the ecosystem also ecosystem or the environment also get affected because of this mass manufacturing of trends of clothing that exactly is why why we call it uh, sustainability when it comes to fashion also hmm. so uh, there is a lot of fashion waste which gets generated and these clothes by and large they are not made by uh, natural fabrics hmm. not made from natural fabrics so mm-hmm. when you generate so much of waste the, the dump yards which you see they will have a lot of broken fabric pieces that might take right. years to even you know get into the soil and even mm-hmm. decompose i i i don't have the numbers but it is taking a long time like it same thing goes with plastics of obviously mm-hmm. so the fabric also comes into picture there so mm. when you're talking about handlooms by and large all of them are made by natural fabrics most of them would be cotton if not silk So again it's not that we won't have waste from uh, the handmade things natural dyeing also has a lot of climatic or you know using mm-hmm. natural resources a lot of water goes into natural uh, dyeing or even if you mm-hmm. talk about block printing all the gujarat side ke jitne bhi ajrak prints bag prints all these printing which happens there that also has a lot of water intake so again okay. when we say sustainable fashion आंख बंद करके मैंने हैंडलूम खरीद लिया सो आई हैव मेड अ सस्टेनेबल फैशन चॉइस इट्स नॉट लाइक दैट सो यू जस्ट अगेन आई पॉइंट आउट टू द सेम फैक्ट दैट यू नीड टू नो व्हाट यूर बाइंग ब्लाइंड कंज्यूमरिज्म इज व्हाट नीड्स टू स्टॉप एट एनी पॉइंट ऑफ टाइम लाइक नाउ इज वेन आई से इट्स एसेंशियल बट यू नो इवन इन द नियर फ्यूचर इफ वी मेक सम कॉन्शियस चॉइसिस आई डोंट नीड फिफ्टीन फिफ्टीन you know 15 dresses in one yeah. shopping spree hmm so though i am a brand i am a runner brand i should not be saying this for business reasons again but still i'll only say this that if you need two sarees buy only two sarees hmm and buy quality ones yeah so know what your mind is my also. yes that is that will obviously last long because a lot of love goes into making your handlooms hmm a lot of love lot of efforts and the whole family is involved for that matter sirf weaver mm-hmm. weaving kar raha hai to nahi hota hai the weaver's wife prepares the threads mm. so one sari you are buying that is a livelihood to the whole family of the weaver i read somewhere while researching about this topic uh, that the fabric that is produced is reflection of the weaver's mood is that true i think yeah i think you can say that because a lot of math goes into setting up the whole loom you know If mm-hmm. you if you see the loom in person I am not sure I don't know if you have but if you see it I, I am always fascinated by it you you'll find a lot of weights hanging out from the threads so mm-hmm. the larger the weight they need the tighter the fabric is weaved so mm-hmm. a lot of math goes into it a lot of calculations go into it 
so some yeah and also uh, yeah i also use this word the handlooms they have uh, perfect imperfections is what i try to say to my clients so mm. if you see a handloom sari just for your curiosity the next time you see any fabric try mm-hmm. and run through your fingers through the fabric you will not find it all even mhm one thread might be here and there a bit you know out of the weave there might be small hole looking a chota sa you know chota sa hole jaisa dikhta hai but it is not a hole it's okay. a proof that it is actually handmade mhm we humans are prone to errors yeah so that's what happens so yeah mood acha nahi hai to zyada error honge so you are right hmm. partly <laughs> <laughs> wonderful uh, mansa thank you for sharing your insights about uh, the handloom industry what uh, the weavers are doing and uh, i'm sure with this episode with the help of this episode more people will uh, get encouraged to buy indian clothing buy handloom products that will not just uh, help the artisans who are there in the rural india but also support uh, what we call swadeshi movement in true sense we have been dependent on uh, western products or mass products uh, that are produced by factories which have affected a lot on the environment the ecosystem the ed- economy as well and i'm sure with one small conscious effort of choosing indian or handloom a lot of difference can be made thank you mansa for sharing your insights thank any you, closing thank notes you so that you would like thank to say you. uh yeah uh, just a couple of things i'd like to point out it's just that uh, i urge people to be more mindful in making their choices maybe make mm. india's new normal you know handmade in india or made in mm. india like the prime minister says uh mm. yeah and also reach out to smaller brands because you'll get more transparency when it is a smaller brand you are looking at awesome on on that closing note thank you listeners for tuning in do subscribe to being the change on our website that is eplog.media or any of your favorite podcast streaming apps make sure you rate us on apple podcast so that other listeners can discover us and also tune in to such interesting engrossing and intellectual conversation that will make you a better human being i am rohan thakar Stay tuned, stay subscribed, stay notified. Goodbye.